Welcome to the O'Reilly Podcast. I'm Jeff Blyle. This podcast episode is part of a collaboration between O'Reilly and Kinetica. Our guest is Amit Vij, CEO and co-founder of Kinetica. The company's GPU-accelerated analytics database provides insights on large and streaming data sets. We'll talk with Amit about the benefits of GPU databases and how companies are converging artificial intelligence and business intelligence. And there is a new free O'Reilly ebook about how GPUs make it possible to converge big data, artificial intelligence, and business intelligence. It's called Introduction to GPUs for Data Analytics, and you can download it by going to the resources section of the Kinetica website, kinetica.com, and we'll have a link to that in the show notes that accompany this episode. Hi, Amit. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jeff. Thanks. Uh, Privilege to talk to you and uh, all the fans out there. So uh, we'll spend much of our time here talking about the how and why of converging big data, artificial intelligence, and business intelligence. And Kinetica does that with a platform powered by GPUs, uh, a graphics processing unit. So first of all, can you tell us the difference between a GPU and a CPU, a centralized processing unit? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a CPU is generally used for operating your PC. You know, responsibilities of the CPU is running your operating system, uh, moving data around, uh, running common applications such as like Microsoft Word and Excel. Where the GPU or the graphical processing unit originally and still now, you know, it's used for rendering uh, visualization really big in gaming uh, that needs increased uh, graphics processing, but nowadays, you know, you have the GPGPU or the general purpose GPU and, you know, developers are leveraging the GPU to do, you know, very complex and intensive mathematical operations. Uh, So typically, you know, your CPU has tens of cores, uh, where nowadays the the general GPU has over 5,000 cores. So in a single server, you can put two to four GPUs in a single in a machine and get 10 to 20,000 cores operating for you. And uh, the, the GPU really leverages parallel processing. So you can really you know, get the, maximize your throughput and get uh, take advantage of the advancements of hardware that's come about now. And with GPUs, we're talking about major advances in performance, right? I mean, I think I've read somewhere that uh, GPUs can process data up to 100 times faster than, than CPUs alone? Yeah, I mean, uh, each use case is different. So, you know, there's countless studies moving from an x86-based, you know, CPU architecture to a GPU architecture. You go, you know, 100x faster or more. And usually, you know, you're on one-tenth of the hardware. Like I said, you know, on a CPU-based system, you have, you're using tens of cores. A single server, we say, as opposed to multi-threading per node, we're giga-threading per node as we have access to so much you know, firepower with the GPUs. And then not only is it just performance, I mean, like you get savings on hardware, but the recurring power consumption you know, that enterprises have to pay. So that's usually 1 20th of, uh, of the cost uh, reoccurring yearly. So Tremendous savings, not only on the procurement of the hardware, but also the reoccurring power costs and the AC costs. And before we get into maybe some more technical detail, can you talk about why it's important and what benefits an organization receives by converging AI and BI in a single platform that that uses GPUs? The benefits of converging AI and BI in a single platform is, you know, the barrier to entry goes a lot 
uh, lower. So business intelligence analysts, data scientists have to use less software and uh, they are able to access you know, data where data sets can be in the billions of objects. And many times business intelligence analyst or data scientist needs to go to a DBA to squirrel away that data to do you know, their business intelligence. And then you have uh, a BI expert handing this data uh, after cleaning and cleansing uh, to the machine learning scientist uh, to, to glean insights you know, from this data. Having a single system where you can leverage you know, just SQL and launch you know, machine learning functions, let's say from TensorFlow on data sets that are billions of objects, the barrier to entry goes a lot lower. And moving data you know, is a major bottleneck in a software architecture stack when you have to uh, you know, move data from the database to analytical engine to a, a cluster that's responsible for machine learning and uh, serializing this data to and from these technologies takes a lot of time. Having a single uh, software stack and a hardware stack that has all these capabilities in a simple, clean solution makes it that, that time to move data around goes away. So in turn, your orders of magnitude faster, and you have the ability to operate on real-time data as opposed to being, you know, operating on yesterday's data. So a, a database like Kinetica breaks down the walls or boundaries between the data science and the business domains. Can you talk more about why that's so important? Yes. You know, like this goes back to the days, you know, the years that we worked with the military. And we had these pods of three people. And many times, you know, we had this mathematician, this statistician that had their machine learning models and they were very good at math, but they didn't know how to implement their code, their algorithm in a Hadoop job or a Spark job, right? And many times they had to work with a developer and it had to be a very smart developer that could translate their algorithms to a Hadoop job or Spark job to operate on big data. The luxury of us, Kinetica, is that, you know, that barrier to entry goes down. So like nowadays, like machine learning scientists, mathematicians, they can just in three lines through SQL, just execute their algorithms directly on data sets that are billions of objects. So, you know, we have a major retailer that's a customer of ours and their field CTO said to me, you know, how do I get my mathematician to write less code and implement his algorithm? So, and like, it, it's hard to attain these, you know, geniuses, you know, that basically know, you know, a very specialized domain and have created very intricate algorithms uh, and models for this data and knowing what data to choose, right? So and being able to do that in a very simple, elegant language uh, is a big, efficient, you know, cost. I mean, like it makes their life a lot easier, and uh, in turn, the enterprise, you know, gets a lot out of the staff that they have. Well, I wonder if you can give us a little more detail um, uh, on a real-world use case, uh, how how a company or organization is using Kinetica now or in the recent past. I know there are a number of organizations noted on the Kinetica website, including the U.S. Army and Postal Service. Uh, can you tell us about one of those or perhaps another one? 
Sure. Um, like for the military, for instance, you know, they have access to hundreds of different data feeds. And this can be data feeds coming from, you know, mobile devices emitting their metadata every few seconds, drones that are flying around, tracking every entity that moves, and like even social media feeds such as Twitter and Facebook. I mean, we enable these, like the military to ingest these high velocity data feeds, operate, you know, very intensive calculations on these data feeds and see their data very easily on a web browser in sub-second time. Uh, in turn, you know, U United States Postal Service is a very big customer of ours where we have been in production since November 2014. And, you know, this organization has like one of the largest workforces in the world where uh, they basically have scan devices that are emitting their geospatial breadcrumbs every one minute. And uh, they've been using, you know, a variety of other databases and they could, these databases couldn't keep up with how fast this data was coming in. This organization being able to take advantage of these real-time high-velocity data feeds and figure out, you know, what is my best route to deliver mail on time and be as efficient as possible. So now we're getting into more sophisticated types of use cases where then with them, their historical perspective on what, you know, the different routes to take to deliver mail, but now being more predictive uh, using machine learning and deep learning for this. So having a converged architecture for this is ideal for an enterprise such as USPS. And uh, just in general, you know, supply chain management and logistics, we have a distributed visualization pipeline built into our product. And it really, uh, we have a native track type uh, which is ideal for logistics and tracking any type of entity across time, which doesn't necessarily even have to have a, a geospatial location, you know, tied to that. So kind of time series data. So we have several different banks that are customers of ours and, and doing, you know, uh, trend analysis, pricing, you know, risk analysis and fraud assessment on uh, pricing data, uh, financial asset data. Another area, and this is, you know, very, I mean, a problem in pretty much every single organization is that my business intelligence, you know, tool runs very slowly. And uh, it's not the problem of the tool, but the database that's powering that. So organizations using Tableau, you know, and have these dashboards that are taking several seconds or minutes to load up, making that and accelerating that. So last week on stage, we had Caesars Casino that uh, we sped up, you know, their Tableau installation over 23x, uh, where they were leveraging, you know, a rack of Teradata and then migrating their, you know, dashboards from Teradata to two nodes in Google Cloud Platform running Kinetica. They saw, you know, their dashboards that were taking minutes to load just took a few seconds and uh, and. Uh, you know, dashboards that and queries that were taking several seconds or minutes to load up, fed up over 23x. And I wanted to, if we can now kind of take a step back and ask you about how you went about designing the Connecticut database. I mean, what were the goals and what were the technical challenges? So how we designed Connecticut is really, we started as a, a geospatial and temporal computational engine um, back when we started in 2009. And, you know, we took a different approach to common 
programming types of techniques we've learned in school and really align the data to the co cores of the GPUs. Back in 2009, 2010, there were around you know, 400, 500 cores per card, but you know, traditional legacy databases are built upon data models that leverage serialized processing. So you know, we really put the nail on its head and align the data to the cores of the, of the GPU and uh, created, you know, first a computational engine, but through the years we evolved to becoming a distributed database uh, that's highly available. And, you know, when we first started, we were leveraging very expensive scale-up machines. And uh, through time, actually in a year, uh, in 2010, we became distributed as we learned, you know, like the power of scale-out architecture. Other in-memory databases, leverage very expensive scale-up architecture, you know, we can run on commodity pizza boxes. So giving supercomputing power to the masses is our goal. I want to ask you a few more things about GPU databases. Um, you mentioned TensorFlow earlier in the conversation. How can a, a GPU-based database integrate with machine learning tools like TensorFlow? Um, we have this uh, user-defined framework and the ability to register just about any library with us. You know, it can be like proprietary code from banks or any type of Python code or Java jar and register that with Kinetica. And through our APIs, you can execute any function that's in this library. So let's say TensorFlow, you register that to us, run a linear regression on a data set through pure SQL right from our database. And GPU databases also offer a lot when it comes to natural language processing, right? Yeah, that, that is something unique to our database. Traditional databases, just you, you can do you know, common predicates and wildcard character searches. But with us, we can do you know, more sophisticated searches like fuzzy logic search or n-grams. Uh, or proximity search, and uh, you know, it's basically like Lucene-like searching, but technologies such as like Elasticsearch and uh, Solar, you know, can give you the first few pages really quickly and do those kinds of operations, but they don't give you a precise answer. And if you ask for the entire data set, it can take those technologies several hours to do this. With us, we've GPU accelerated this. So you get a precise answer and you can pass that data set to a, you know, a, a, another technology such as a, a, a Spark or a Hadoop. So uh, we have this all built in into a simple, elegant, you know, platform. And these kind of uh, GPU applications can use the cloud, right? Correct. We have many customers working on premise, but also in the cloud. And we have uh, installations in Amazon EC2, Google Cloud Platform, and Microsoft Azure. So how would an enterprise that's currently using separate databases, you know, non-GPU, get started with a platform like Kinetica? We are a relational database. You know, we have primary key, for, foreign key relationships, and pretty much you, you can extract out from your database a DDL and import that into Kinetica and basically have your identical schema ported into Kinetica. And then many times 
you know, organization. We, we have ODBC and JDBC drivers, so you can talk directly to your legacy database and through SQL, you know, port that data into Connecticut. But many times, you know, organizations have terabytes of data and uh, you can leverage, you know, technologies like Hadoop and run a, uh, you know, a MapReduce job and do a bulk ingest right into us. So there was actually a, this was actually a benchmark that a very large retailer did with us where they had a 20 node Hadoop cluster and we port, like basically it was three years of their retail uh, data. And uh, we were ingesting at a rate of 4 billion objects a minute with primary key off, you know, this retail data through a MapReduce job and uh, 1.3 billion objects a minute with primary key on. Uh, so to give you a comparison, you know, their alternative database was ingesting at 1 billion objects an hour, where 1.3 billion objects a minute, this other in-memory database was 1 billion objects an hour. We haven't really talked about this explicitly, but I wanted to ask you what the impact of GPUs is in the rise of cognitive computing. Having a database that's GPU accelerated in the world of cognitive computing, you know, where you have an endless stream of data constantly coming in and you're always learning your answers, right? So with us, with Kinetica, you have a database that can handle and ingest your high velocity data feeds and a data scientist can look at these streaming data feeds and glean and figure out what is my correct training data set, right? And uh, write a model that's constantly evolving over time and that's accelerated by GPUs. And you know, with our platform, you don't have to pass this data to a separate machine learning cluster. It's a constantly evolving cycle in which data is coming in, you know, you're, you're training your data model and then you're conducting your inference. You, you see how accurate you're, you're inferencing and then you're passing this data back uh, to your, you know, your training data set, figuring out, customizing your model more so you can be more and more accurate. And this constant cycle keeps evolving and you become more and more accurate and you have more accurate decision-making skills. Uh, for your enterprise. So what's new at Kinetica? What are you and your team focused on now? You know, this month we're releasing our 6.1 release. And this is the first time, you know, we're going to be pushing out our release where it's going to be downloadable by, you know, anyone on the internet. So this will be get being pushed out the end of October. And we're really excited for this. Within our 6.1 release, we have over 80 new additional geospatial functions where, you know, analysts can do very sophisticated and very computationally intensive spatial joins, which has always been a constant problem with uh, geospatial technologies. Also, we're introducing our latest administration tool where basically you can install our database all through a web interface. And you can add, delete nodes, administer your entire, you know, cluster of Kinetica all through a web application. We've made many new advancements to our reveal visualization framework and other unique capabilities that, you know, we've added to Kinetica since 
Our last release is compression and also dictionary encoding. And if our listeners want to find out more, how can they do that? Yes. To get you know the most information about Connecticut, go to our website, www.connecticut.com. And once again, you can download the free O'Reilly ebook titled Introduction to GPUs for Data Analytics by Eric Mizell and Roger Berry by going to the Connecticut website's resources section, and we'll have a link to that in the show notes that accompany this podcast. Well, Amit Vij, co-founder and CEO of Connecticut, thank you very much for speaking with us. Thank you, Jeff. Great talking with you.